This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Well, a warm welcome from the beautiful state of Georgia. We got a returning guest today who needs no introduction from Michigan. What's up, Brian's Lawn Maintenance? Hey, what's up, Paul? How we doing, brother? Good, man. I feel like I, I, I see you every day on my Instagram. It's a bunch of Instagram models and Brian's Lawn Maintenance as I'm scrolling through my feed, man. <laughs> Whatever, dude. I love it. <laughs> uh, you've been crushing it on Instagram, man. Congratulations, YouTube. 50,000 followers this past week. Pretty awesome. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of love from the community, man. So it's, uh, it's nice when people have your back and things are growing the way they are. Very, very thankful and uh, can't wait for 2019 spring and summer, man. It should be pandemonium, you know? <laughs> totally. I mean, the momentum that you've been riding, I feel like I, you were just at like 35,000 subscribers and then I blinked and it's 50. I mean, how, how does that work? Man, I definitely feel like we're getting promoted. Um, in more ways than one. And, you know, when you help people and uh, you keep trying to keep others focused, I feel, and uh, most people can uh, pick up on that vibe with our channel. And I don't know, I think we're just a really relatable, fun, uh, upbeat, hopefully entertaining uh, resource (laughs) for people to, uh, you know, digest some good quality content. I wouldn't say we're the best, we got the best videos or the best uh, information, but I think uh, if you're watching what we're doing, you're a you're going to feel encouraged by the end of the video and hopefully a little bit more educated. And I don't know, I think we're just riding a, a good wave of, of helping the community grow and more people succeed. And, you know, you guys know me. That's what I'm all about, man. That's awesome, Brian. Well, congratulations on 50,000. 50 more to go. And what They send you a silver play button, huh? <laughs> I guess. That's the word on the street. I'm. Uh, that, that's my only big uh, audacious goal, the... Uh, the only, you know, there's no real ulterior motive of anything we're doing. I'm just having a blast uh, serving serving my fellow man. But, you know, uh, it would be kind of cool to uh, get a silver play button. It's kind of like the the kid who probably, you know, is the most uh, least likely to succeed. You know, they always say in the yearbook to uh, to earn an accolade like that. That'd be pretty fun. But you know what? That's definitely a team win for the community because um, – I think the lung care industry is growing, man. It's, uh, it's on an upswing, and, you know, anything I can do to help represent that and uh, just bring more light to our, our uh, community and our industry, you know, straight up. I think that's what it's all about, man. Absolutely. Cool. Well, that's going to definitely look good in the office, having a silver play button behind you, man. <laughs> we'll take it, you know, whatever. <laughs> totally. Well, behind every good man, there's a woman. How's how's Liz doing? She's good, man. She's she's uh. You know, starting to uh, grab life by the horns as well. She has a new blog coming out here in about three weeks. Um, she is definitely, uh, we're both Christians, and so she uh, is feeling called to uh, have a, a women's uh, blog where she can help, uh, of course, the other half of our industry for uh, the wives out there. A lot of women have reached out to Liz over the last uh, 18 months with, you know, just basic stuff, man. Just how, how do we run our life together, our business together, uh, our marriage um, you know, we definitely want to start having kids here in the next uh, 12 to 18 months. So uh, she wants to kind of document her life and her perspective. But I'll tell you straight up, man, um, I, I've never been more proud of, of what she's got going on and, and who she's becoming. And, you know, like you said, behind every uh, good man is a, is a great woman. And I always say, like, I'm the head, but she's the neck. And she, uh, <laughs> she definitely knows how to, how to steer this ship. And you know what? I have no problem letting people know that. She's my uh, my secret weapon, man. So she's doing really good. She's got a blog that's coming out. Uh, she has her Etsy uh, store that she's revamped, and just uh, honestly, I couldn't be more proud of her, man. Things are good. We're we're really simple people. We don't do a whole bunch of stuff, but what we do, 
we try to uh, help a lot of people with what we have our hands into. So absolutely. What's the story? How did you actually meet Liz? Uh, that's a, you know, that's a funny story. It's uh well, now that I, uh, I got you on the mic and she's in the other room, I can give you the real story, right? Okay, please. <laughs> so, the real story is she pursued me. And, what? Uh, she pursued you? <laughs> okay, so here's the, here's the fact, and hopefully you never get her on the podcast to verify any of these things, but here's how it really went down. Long story short, I was at Buffalo Wild Wings. I was hanging out with a friend. This is five years ago. We were watching uh, University of Michigan football, smoke Notre Dame, go blue, just kidding. And uh, while we were there, I had ordered an appetizer, my favorite appetizer. And the long story short is the wrong appetizer came out, and the little food runner girl said, uh, no big deal. Who is your server? We'll, you know, we'll change it up. We'll get it off the ticket. And I said, is that cute little blonde one over there? Oh, wow. Well, yeah, so, you know, that's, uh, that was my game back then. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny because I did not know this, but the food runner girl was the best friend to Liz. And basically went back to the little, you know, server cubby and said, hey, uh, table 42 thinks you're really hot. And so Liz, uh, I, this is what I would imagine, but she let her hair down, maybe uh, freshened up a little bit, if you know what I'm saying, and then came yeah. on over and uh, repeatedly asked if I need refills for the rest of the night, if you know what I'm saying. So, wow. <laughs> so her, her uh, uh, perspective and viewpoint on that was I ordered the wrong food and I was harassing her all night. But <laughs> long story short. She gave me her number, and that's all that matters. So how'd, right? how'd so, you ask for a number? Did she put it on the napkin, call me? Or what, how did that she, go down? She did. She put it on a receipt because she was too embarrassed <laughs> to give me her number. So she put the number on a receipt, swear to God, and gave it to the <laughs> food runner girl. And, dude, like, I, I felt like a disturbance in the force, man, because this girl came at me. She beelined towards me, and she goes, here. And I go, you know, what's this? And she goes, your server wanted to know if it was okay if she could give you her number. And I said, absolutely. So, oh wow. <laughs> so, and the and if you know where I was at four or five, oh, five or six years ago, I was that was absolutely the last thing on my mind was uh, looking for a girl and uh, you know trying to get caught up in uh, dating and getting married. I was uh, you know trying to you know conquer the world with you know being Mister Businessman, right? And so, but you know what? Looking back on it, hindsight's twenty twenty. Met my soulmate that night and um, has been. Uh, uh, the biggest blessing in my life other than my spiritual walk. So I, uh, I love her. She's, she's my everything. And, uh, if, uh, you know, who would have thought, right? So it's just funny how things kind of work out. So yes, I can say I did officially meet my wife at a bar. So, <laughs> wow. That's why you like BW threes. That's what it's called. But Buffalo wild wings. Or is that the same thing? Yeah. Same thing. You know, the, the only problem with that is that two months later she quit that place and she got a different job cause she was sick of the environment. So I lost my free wing hookup. Okay. Right. So, that that was a you know that was a solemn day for me so but it's okay. <laughs> so how'd you play? She gives you her number, and then mm-hmm. how long did you text her later that night or call her? Or how'd you get in touch with her then? I did, I did. You know, it's funny, man. You know, back to the dating game, right? Because uh, I love your Instagram uh, post this morning, by the way. With <laughs> the uh, cooking the food on the stove. Oh yeah. And uh, I think I think you had a burger patty with uh, a piece of cheese, right? So, <laughs> yeah, that was my lunch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we got to get you, uh, get you a, a, a nice little Philly man to make you some good food, amen. Um, so what happened was I did text her that night, but all of her girlfriends, when they saw the text message come in, said, you know the, the three-day rule? You can't text him for three days. Wow. And so literally, I got nothing. Uh, she didn't text me back. Uh, it was like three days later. I didn't think anything more about it. And she goes, hey, this is uh, uh, Liz from Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, do you want to go like get some coffee or something like that? And then... 
she actually blew me off on our first date, and we had to uh, catch up two days later at uh, our first date, which was at uh, a Starbucks. And we actually called it uh, from here forward. We've, we've always called it the uh, the interview because it was not a date. It was me basically uh, pegging her with about thirty questions about what do you want to do with your life because uh, I I was not here to mess around with uh, just having a girlfriend on the side. I was very focused with my businesses back then. And uh, at the end of the three-hour uh, Starbucks dinner or Starbucks uh, date night, we closed the place. And at the end of it, we're both like, yep, we're both pretty much marriage material for each other. So wow. um, fast forward, I think we were dating for 13 months. We got engaged, and then nine months later, we were married. So not not the, not the shortest engagement, not the fastest engagement, but um, we did a lot of dating those first three months because it was the off-season. So we hung out pretty much every day. So wow. that was... Uh, that's our little love uh, love story. What, what time was the Starbucks? Was that a morning coffee or was that an afternoon, an evening? What what kind of the interview? Uh, that's 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 a late night one. That's from eight to eleven. <laughs> okay, so it's three hours, and you just started drilling her with questions. Dude, we talked about politics. We talked about children. We talked about finances. We talked about entrepreneurship. Um, and you know what? We talked about standards. We talked about if we do start dating, what's what's acceptable, what's not. Um, and it was, it was a two way street, man. And, and I really found out that this girl respected herself and she was looking, uh, I don't want to say to partner up with somebody, but she was definitely looking to start taking life more serious too, and go to the next level. And, uh, you know, there's always, uh, you know, one thing that I've always heard in dating is that a lot of folks are attracted to uh, each other when somebody's really ambitious. And, uh, you know what, it was finally uh, fun to meet somebody that was equally as ambitious in my opinion, is to tackle the future together. And uh, most people know that I'm a softie. Down, down, you know, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. And you know what? Uh, she she was definitely my second wind in life. And I'm very thankful that I met her. That's a fact. Wow. So when you're walking out of Starbucks, Brian, are you thinking she's the one? Or are you thinking, I think I'm going to take this slower? Like, what, what was your mindset? <laughs> Walk, at 11 p.m. after leaving Starbucks, oh what was Brother, going through your mind? What went through my mind was she qualifies for a second date. <laughs> wow! So you you didn't you didn't have it slam dunk. This is my wife. It was just like okay, she's she's got she landed herself a second date. You know what? She she landed the second date, and you know what? I'll be I'll be totally straight up. I'm really grateful that she gave me the second date as well, right? Because uh, I don't I, I don't play hard to get, but you know what? Um, you know we were still going through the whole dating thing, so we had to do it right. Um, which was funny because uh, our our next date was at a Saturday Mill, and it was just a really good time. It's kind of what you do in Michigan in the fall. But uh, I think it was about three months in where she said the uh, the three magic words. And I was like, she goes, you know what? I love you. And just so you know, uh, you're going to be my husband. I'm going to be your wife. And we're going to live happily ever after. And I remember literally sitting in the car and I said, you know, that's, that's pretty cool. I don't know if I feel the same way. <laughs> and uh, You were thinking that uh, or you said that? No, I said that. Oh, wow. Because, <laughs> you know, you know, I'm like, I'm a little claustrophobic, and I had a little commitment issue, maybe. And so I was like, uh, okay, that's that's fair. And so anyway, I think it was about uh, two or three weeks later, I, I one of my friends wise, uh, wised me up a little bit. He said, hey, just so you know, I love you like a brother, but you're probably ain't going to do any better because uh, that chick is awesome, and uh, <laughs> you need to you need to figure out what you want to do with, with that. And I said, yeah, you're probably right. So uh, I think it was about a month or so later that uh, I, we, you know, started having those kind of uh, more serious conversations and uh, kind of start talking about the future more serious together. If you know what I'm saying. 
Absolutely. So then you get, you, you said 13 months engaged after 13 months and a nine month engagement, and then you got married. Yes. Yes. And you know what? Here's the funny thing, man. Uh, I had my season of hotness, brother. That was it. I don't, <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't think that I'm the most attractive looking guy. I will say though, the more money you make, the, the prettier you start looking. That's oh fast. yeah. <laughs> there so, you go. I, you know what was funny? And we always joke about this and I don't know if this had anything to do with it, but, um, on my keychain, uh, one of my friend's friend's dad, uh, owns the local Ferrari dealership where we live. Mm-hmm. And I had a Ferrari keychain uh, on my infinity key fob, you know, uh, keys. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not saying it had anything to do with that, but if Kanye West gold digger could be playing right now, I'm just saying like, <laughs> you never, you never know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so she thought you had a, a Ferrari and an infinity. Maybe, maybe. I, I don't know. I can't ver- confirm or deny. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that is awesome. So I feel like so, I feel like some of our single friends are taking notes right now about some strategy here. Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> single, Brian. I mean, I'm I've uh, I'm giving I'm giving you my best my best tips. Yeah, we want the playbook uh, of of how to select a good wife. I mean, for me, the plumb lines. I think Proverbs 31 says her husband safely trust in her. That kind of mm. the model woman there of, of Proverbs 31. So that's kind of what I've been looking for is, I mean, I want her to be pretty obviously. And I want us to be on the same page about different issues in life, like money and and children and family and all of that. I'm a Christian too. So obviously that's a non-negotiable for me, but do I, do I safely trust her? And, um, it sounds like you trust Liz. I was listening, you had an incredible podcast video cast with, uh, Keith Kalfas and you were just talking about she trusts you that when you're out at the gym, she's not worried that you're out at the hotel. You know what I mean? Like she trusts 100%. you. And you, you know, go ahead. Dude, so, so true, man. You know, we've had, we've had, uh, we're not perfect by any means, man. I don't, I don't profess that we have a perfect marriage. I don't profess that we're perfect people by any means, but you know what? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll fight tooth and nail. The number one priority for me is not silly YouTube. It's not, it's not money. It's not, it's not a lot of things that a lot of people would imagine. And it's fun doing podcasts because you get to, you know, get to know more about people, right? Mm-hmm. And kind of hear how they think. And I'll tell you what, man, uh, I, I've said this many times. We take the serious things in life serious. The rest of it, it's really inconsequential. And there's only three or four different, you know, areas of my life that I take extremely serious. And you know what? Outside of my spiritual walk, number two is definitely my wife and my marriage. Um, and you know what? Uh, I think that if you are successful financially and you don't spend enough time <clears throat> taking care of the uh, the other puzzle pieces, which is your marriage or your health or you know being a good uh, parent, then uh, I don't feel like you have an all-encompassing successful life. I'm just going to shoot it straight. And you know I like being unbalanced a lot. You know, chasing success down 100 miles an hour, but not at the cost of losing my marriage along the way. And I try to as much as I can physically demonstrate that and verbally demonstrate that to my wife that you know what she's uh she's my rock man and so i i feel you 100 percent, man when uh, you're trying to find the right one it's uh there's no i don't you know have the best answer or the right or wrong you know way to approach it uh sometimes you just know when you know and uh literally it was definitely a god thing for us because if you look at the series of events that unfolded for i wasn't even supposed to be up at buffalo wild wings that night wow and she brought the wrong supposed- order I, she brought the, yeah, wow. We're always talking about listening in our marriage, so. (laughs) 
who's who's a better listener. But uh, yeah, absolutely, man. I, I wasn't even supposed to be at Buffalo Wings that night. My friend literally called me and he's like, "Dude, where are you at?" And I said, "I'm not coming up tonight." He's like, "You need to be up here. Come hang out." And uh, man, thank God my friend made that phone call. So, wow, that's awesome, Brian. Now, what's the I was listening to you and Calfus crushing it on that podcast. You were talking kind of like you got 168 hours in the week and you try to dedicate 15 to 20 to Liz. What's what's those 15 to 20 hours look like and how are you intentional with that? It's a really good question, man. Um, I would say the biggest thing is not rushing around trying to – it's not about getting the 15 to 20 hours a weekend. To me, it's about letting her know – there's a really good book out there called Love and Respect. Um, it's a really good book. There's uh, another great book about uh, uh, relationship stuff called His Needs, Her Needs. A lot, of, a lot of good marriage books. Most of them are Christian marriage books, of course. And, you know, to be honest, I, I just want Liz to always know that, that she's loved, that she's, uh, she's cared for, show her affection. Uh, it's not like there's a time stamp on that. It's just a general, you know, feeling or pulse. And you know what? Uh, I, I wouldn't say I'm the, the marriage guru by any means. I, I messed up probably as much, if not more, than, than anybody. But when I do, I'm quick to own it. And, you know, I'll also say this. Like, we're both type A personalities, man. We're both driven. Um, I, I've, I've heard many successful people talk about the fact that when they were succeeding in life, uh, there was holes in their drywall, you know, in their house. There, there was uh, things getting thrown and crazy stuff like that. But you know what? Um, if you're not uh, moving forward, you're not going to have that kind of friction. And so Liz and I, we move at 100 miles an hour, and she is the most um, patient, understanding kind of woman. She's low maintenance. She's where we look good, smell good, but she's very low maintenance. She, she lets me go and do what I need to do. And the responsibility I have is to reciprocate, is to not waste that trust when she lets me go 100 miles an hour to perform, to actually succeed and to, to man up, man, to get the job done, to freaking do what I say I'm going to do. And I think, uh, I think that's where she's extended me a lot of credit, if you will, in that department, because she's starting to see the fruit of the labor now. And, um, you know, I sold her a dream, man. I sold her a vision. And I realized about three years ago that I was a liar. I realized when we got married, uh, I promised her a lot of nice things. Uh, we had the means to start accomplishing some of those, but it wasn't going at the uh, velocity that was uh, in both of our timelines. And so that's why uh, everybody wants to know the, the hows and the how-tos. Uh, I started asking maybe more of the whys about why people do what they do. Mm. And for me personally, about three years ago, I just, I just got sick and tired about being sick and tired about being a liar to my wife. Wow. And so that's, that's the... Uh, that's the fire, man. That's the pilot light that keeps you going. So when things come against you and come against you, things will. Uh, it doesn't even matter because you can just deflect that stuff knowing that uh, you got a wife that you want to uh, win and succeed for. And you know what? I'm going to spend the rest of my life successful being forward, uh, spoiling her with everything materially that she wants or she doesn't want. So it's just going to be she's, – she's my MO, dude. I love it. It's so good. So how do you navigate – you guys are both these – type A personalities and ambitious and driven. How do you kind of have the checks and balances of like, Hey Liz, I think, you know, you're kind of getting off in left field with that agenda, that project, or she says to you like, Whoa, you know, you're, you're running a hundred miles per hour in the wrong direction. How do you make sure you're being productive in the right things? And do you guys ever kind of help each other? Like, Hey, I think maybe you should pivot to this or just to here. Like, 
how do you keep, how does that benefit your marriage of, with those personalities? Is that, is that my question making sense or my? Dude, a hundred, hundred percent. That's, that's a solid question. You want to, you want to know how, how, if, if you're on the right track, if, it, if things are working, if there's fruit from your labor, I think, I think that's, that's number one thing. If you're, you know, most people don't start, right? Let's just slow down the speed up. Most people don't start, but once you start, what most people don't do is evaluate. It's called try, fail, adjust. Most people don't even try. Mistake number one. But once you're trying, and most people are starting to do, they're afraid, they're, they have some hesitancy to try bigger things, trying to improve their thinking, their activity level, their, what they're trying to accomplish. So most people are uh, hesitant to fail. Unfortunately, you have to fail. Like, it's, like if you look at a spectrum of success, it's not one side is failure, the other side is success. What it is is there's an arrow going through the spectrum where you start at one side and it's you have to go through failure to get to success. It's kind of a misconception out there. Once you try and you fail, you adjust. Mm. And I think a lot of people miss it on the adjusting part because just like myself, we got egos, man. You know, nobody wants to admit that they have uh, inadequacies or fears or, or doubts or uh, their skill set isn't where they want to be. I'm the first one to own up and man up. You know why? Because I just got sick and tired of lying to my wife. I got sick and tired of lying to myself. I just said, you know what? I'm, not, I'm a one in this category. I need help. I need to mm. put my ego aside so I can take care of my wife. And I'm not a hero. It's just I got sick and tired of being a liar. I got sick and tired of lying to myself. Now, that being said, when it's the whole try, fail, adjust, Liz and I, because we're both type A, if you ever read any personality books, you'll realize that the biggest uh, downfall of a type A personality is perfectionism hmm. right so the reason why there's a there's there's sparks that fly when we both go 100 miles an hour is because we're both trying to literally like i just said change the world we're both trying to we're, we're both hard on ourselves we're both perfectionists so one thing that we've both had to get really good at is filling in the gaps of encouraging each other of having patience of having acceptance to let the other one know that you're doing a good job because you know we all want everything done yesterday, right? Especially when you're type A. I'm sure a lot of folks can relate to that. But you know what? What I do for Liz is I try to give her a soundboard, some perspective. And you know what? Most of my success on YouTube and Instagram, success being relative, by the way, uh, I owe to her because every, almost every decision I make, I literally filter it through my wife. And you know why? Because I literally respect her business acumen, her business mindset, who she is. Nobody gets to see one-tenth of what Liz gets to put in into my life. But I'll tell you what, everybody gets to enjoy the fruit of it. Everything that all these people get to succeed, uh, to see, all the success and the trappings and the numbers on this other mess, it's literally because two hours before I was asking my wife, hey, what's your opinion? Mm. And so, you know what, uh, and that's the best part. We get to use each other as a soundboard. You know, uh, we were literally talking yesterday. She's uh, trying to come up with a content strategy for Instagram, and we don't have it all figured out. We figured out a few basics. But you know what? We spent 20 minutes thinking things through. And you know what? I think uh, that 15 to 20 hours a week doesn't mean you have to be walking down the street, holding hands, and, uh, you know, going for a walk. It can be trying to chase down your future together. I think that 20 hours a week doesn't have to be, you know, we're not doing something. It can be 20 hours a week doing something productive together. And you know what? That's that's just as much going to uh, fill that love tank, that quality time love tank, if you will. That that we want to hit that 10, 15, 20 hours a week. At least I know that's what works best for my marriage. I think that's the kind of stuff that Liz and I get to do together. There's many a times at night where we're up from 
you know, 9 p.m. at night till 2 in the morning, just literally creating content online. We're doing YouTube videos, creating blogs, doing all this other mess. We don't say a word to each other, but we're doing something together. And I think that's something that a lot of couples uh, could benefit from, man, is chasing down dreams and goals together. So that's just my perspective, man. Yeah, and this is so good, Brian. And I just bless your marriage. I just really think that it's awesome that you guys are in this together. And I'm excited for her blog. I'm excited for her kind of launching out with all this new stuff. And I just really think that just keep the Lord first. And I mean, the, mm. the fruit that will come from your marriage and your life, just continue to, you know, seek the Lord and keep him first. Cause I just really, uh, I just really enjoy you guys' marriage. And it's crazy. This podcast is the whole thing we talked about is your marriage, but I, <laughs> I, I think that there's a purpose to that, and I'm just I'm excited for you guys. Hey, you know, I, and I super appreciate that, man. And in full disclosure, full honesty, like I tell people every single day, man, we're not we're not perfect by any means. And you know what? I tell people as much as uh, you know, we look like rock stars. I say every day, pray for us because nobody knows what anybody's always dealing behind the uh, dealing with behind the scene or behind the curtain. And there's you know nothing for us right now that is going wrong or bad or anything like that. But you know mm-hmm. what? We, we always pray that if we're getting promoted, that means that our heads get stuck up uh, above the crowd, if you will, and we become a target. And a lot of people don't like seeing what we do when. And I don't talk about YouTube or Instagram or lawn care. I'm talking about, uh, you know, like you just said, man, people succeeding together as a couple, uh, you know, good relationships, uh, faith-based relationships. Whether people subscribe to that or not, they can respect the fact that somebody's trying to work together. And... If somebody wants to come out of the woodwork to to harm or damage that, well, you know that's that they have. Uh, I'll just have some empathy for them and just pray for them. But as much as uh, you know, we look like we're rock stars. We always tell people, man, pray for us. We pray for for you guys. We pray for everybody else out there, and we try to lift everybody else up. But uh, you know, it takes a lot of energy to lift up sixty five thousand people on a weekly basis. We're only two people, man. So. You know, every kind message, every kind note, every kind word, every kind you know email or DM. Uh, it really goes a long way because, you know what, Liz and I, like I said, she's my number one priority, man. And I, I have more so in the last six months tried to emphasize that by showing, not just telling. So, yeah, man, it's uh, it's a podcast about lawn care. But you know what, it's it, I couldn't care less about how much money we make if I didn't have my girl with me by my side. So yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this this last year, obviously, I'll keep this confidential who they are, but there's been two of my friends that have gone through divorces and they both mm-hmm. work through the green industry. And it's just like, it's just been crushing my heart. It's like, it doesn't matter how much money you make or how big your business is when your children are bitter at you and your wife leaves you. I mean, like, it doesn't matter how fancy the toys are and how good the money is. Like it's at the end of the day, our, our businesses are to fund our relationships and, and, and mm-hmm. those need to flirt. I mean, that's what's number one is our relationships and our marriages. And our, well, do- go ahead. Well, you know, it's funny, man, um, that, what you just said, because that's what I'm trying to let everybody know, and I'm going to definitely let everybody know even more as things get to go on, because it's so fun. It's so exciting, because if everybody likes what they're seeing from me, you know, and, and, and a majority of folks do, and they're excited about how encouraging I have been and the content I'm giving out, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you guys got to get ready, because when she comes out with her stuff, uh, literally, I feel like if Liz had her own podcast, it'd be one of the number one women's podcasts in America because this chick um, on her own, I know what she's been through and she has an incredible story to tell, wow. but I got to be honest too. 
she's had to deal with my thick skull for five years. <laughs> so if she can deal with her past and deal with uh, the all the silliness that I am and all the silliness that I put her through, then uh, I know for a fact that that's why I've always said, man, she's my rock. And so uh, I'm really excited about seeing everything that she comes out with uh, through 2019, spring and summer. And you know what? Uh, I think it's really going to be a blessing to the lung care industry as well, man, because uh, I can only talk to, you know, 50% of that population, right? And so hopefully the other half, uh, if they want to weigh in, if they want to get encouraged, uh, I think my wife is going to be uh, a good resource for that and other women outside of the uh, the green industry. So it's uh, it's a great time, man. It's a great time to, to be alive. It's a great time to encourage each other. And I've said this many times, man, we're all in this together. Like you, like you were saying earlier, it's all about prosperous, uh, prospering, but prospering correctly and in all areas. And I think that's my true definition of crushing it. It's not work your guts out and make a, you know, a big pile of cash. It is to have a all encompassing successful life. And by the way, I'm still in the pursuit. I don't say I have it all figured out. Uh, we might be a little further down the road, but you know what? Liz and I, every single day, we're striving to be better ourselves. And so we're, uh, we're just documenting our life, like I always say, man. And hopefully a lot of people enjoy coming on that journey with us. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time today. He's Brian's Lawn Maintenance on Instagram, Brian's Lawn Maintenance on YouTube. If people want to follow Liz's story, how do they get a hold of her? Uh, I think her website is theluckylemon.com and then Life with Liz, which is going to be pretty cool. So uh, check her blog out. It should be up, hopefully, the first week of April, my friend. Sweet. And you'll be pumping all that through your Instagram and YouTube and everything. So if you follow people follow you, they'll they'll figure it out once everything's launched, huh? Hey, the secret, the secret currency, and this is off the record for you and me, Paul, the secret currency is giving your wife a shout-out on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> you want brownie points, that's the best way to do it. Well, for, for starters, <laughs> i got to find the wifey. I, I think I got her selected, Brian. I, I, I pretty, I'm, I'm 95% I got the right one. I just got to get a little more courage, and uh, she's not the one to, to tell me her number, so i got to man up here and ask her out. So that's, that's the agenda for uh, this spring. Hey, if anybody can make it happen, man, I know it's you, so go get it. (laughs) I appreciate it, man. Well, honestly, I have a whole page here of where I wanted, I was going to ask you all about profitability and the spring rush and all these lawn care questions, but this uh, episode organically, um, Brian and I didn't talk beforehand, like, hey, let's talk about your marriage. It just straight up Mm -hmm. went on that path, and I think this was absolutely gold. So I appreciate you opening up and sharing a little bit about how you met Liz, pursued her, and about your marriage in the future. It's been awesome, man. Thanks for chatting. Hey, absolutely, brother. Thanks for having me. We'll always be back. So, you know, anything I can do to help you guys out and help the rest of you through. So, appreciate the time, brother. All right. Thank you, Brian. Hope you enjoyed that episode with Brian's Lawn Maintenance. Always good having him on the show. It just brings the fire. I definitely take that message to heart as I am in process of selecting the right woman and uh, pursuing a healthy marriage in my future. Really enjoyed that content. I had a favor to ask everybody, and that is in iTunes, if you could please leave the Green Industry Podcast a rating and a review, it would help out tremendously in the old iTunes algorithm world. If we can get more ratings and reviews, it's going to help in many ways. So please just drop a rating. There's a five-star system. Drop how many stars you think it's worth. And then there's a little blue text that says write a review. 
If you could click on that and just drop a couple sentences in as a review, it really helps with the whole iTunes world and I would really appreciate it. So once again, I appreciate you guys listening to the show. I have a lot of fun creating these episodes and it would mean a lot to me if you could take a minute in iTunes, drop a a five-star review or however many stars you think the show's worth and write a couple sentences uh, just sharing your opinion on the show. It would help out a lot. Appreciate you guys. See you soon and thanks for the help on iTunes.